Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Team Talk podcast. This is episode four. Um, today is a bit of a strange episode, whereas um, our first three episodes, we had a specific thing that we we're going to talk about. Um, so in the first episode, it was our all-time Premier League eleven. Uh, in the second episode, it was uh, current Premier League eleven. Uh, so team of the season so far, and then episode three was the uh, England Euros team. This uh, this episode, we've each prepared three questions about football, and we're just going to discuss those questions, uh, and we're going to see where it goes. So as per usual, we're joined by Lawrence, uh, Matt, Tom, and Naif. Um, I think some of them are just finishing off some of their questions now. I think Lawrence is at looking at a. Uh, some of the fixtures for the weekend. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just thought to warm ourselves up and get into the episode, um, I was going through my cupboard today and I found something that has a very, you know, dear place in my heart. And it's uh, my Match Attacks collector binder from the 2009 to 2010 season. Here it is in all of its glory. It's absolutely incredible. I I had two players that I didn't collect, which is who are the two players? The two players were Lee Catamol. Oh no! And Craig Gordon. Oh, the two top players of the Premier League era. Um, I'll tell you what, boys. Here's a question for you. In the 2009-2010 season, what team did Peter Crouch play for? I want to say Stoke. Stoke or Burnley? Stoke? Burnley. 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 He said Burnley. It wasn't Burnley. Stoke. Uh, did he ever play for... He did play for Burnley. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Stoke. I'll go Stoke. Yeah. Martin? Tottenham? 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 Tottenham. Here he is. Where is it? Wait, can you see him? I don't know whether you can... Him, Jermaine Defoe, David Bentley. Yeah, Oh, David Bentley. Christ. Go on, Matt. I'll tell you what, Matt, Matt might know this because he's a he's a pretend West Ham fan. But uh-huh. uh, who was the manager of West Ham in the 2009-2010 season? Um, 2009, 2010. Oh, that's ages ago. What, Sam Allardyce? Canio? I'll, I'll ask you actually as well after that. I'll ask you what team Sam Allardyce was managing. Spoiler alert. It's West Ham. What did you say, Matt? He said he would be at Blackburn, weren't he? He was at Blackburn, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who would have been West Ham manager. It was was it Grant that was there then? Did... Nope. I have no idea. Yeah, I must have been another clue. It was the one and only Gianfranco Zola. Oh. Okay. Absolute legend. That's what I was thinking of when I said the Canio. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> do, do, you, do you know who was actually in in the uh, the Premier League this season? Uh, Wigan, Bolton. Bolton were in Blackburn. it. Blackburn were in it. Birmingham Villa. City were in it. Yeah, that's that's the year they won the FA Cup. Uh, the Carabao Cup, sorry, the League Cup. But, Renegated. Portsmouth were in it. Who? Portsmouth were in the Premier League this season. Was that their last season before going down? When did they go down? Uh, 2000, the season after, I think. No, 2011, 2012, right? Yeah. Hull were in it. 
honestly, this brings back so many memories. I spent so much money, or should I say, so much more parents' money, buying match attacks hmm. packs, trying to get some of these cards. That yeah. might be that might be the last good year of the Premier League, by the way. Bold claim. Back when that was when it was in its prime with with, with Bolton, you had like your, your Nolans, Nolan and Doyle, and then Blackburn. You had Gamps, Pedersen, and Roku, Santa Cruz, and that lot. And then you had your uh, whole city with uh, Phil Brown doing the um, halftime team talk on the pitch with Jimmy Billard in there. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember it, it, the Premier League's not as good now as it used to be. The hundred not as entertaining. The 100 club cards for this particular season were very good as well. So the 100 club uh, goalkeeper was Van der Sar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the defender was John Terry. The midfielder was Steven Gerrard with 95 defence, 100 attack. <laughs> so pr- pretty decent. But then the 100 club, club forward was Fernando Torres. And it was 101. One attack, 101 defence. <laughs> so make of that what you will. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was that brought back many memories. So I'm, I'm happy I, I dug that out. Um... All right, so should we just get straight into the three questions, or yeah, might as well, yeah. Yeah, who wants to go first? I will tell you what, Josh, I'm actually going to go off of what you've just said and use it as. I'm going to change one of my questions to this for Lawrence. So yeah. my question is now going to be: What is the best bit of sports memory, if you have any, best bit of sports memorabilia you've got? I've got a good one for that. I've got one just behind it. That's why it's made me think of that. I don't have one on me, but I've got a really good. Nah, I got. <laughs> This boot, which is signed by Sir Jeff Hurst, obviously scored the hat-trick against uh, West Germany in the World Cup final. That's that might be my favourite, I reckon. <clears throat> yeah, that's cool. That is pretty impressive. I mean, my, I don't really have much, but even if I did, I don't think it would come close to that. Uh, mine, mine's pretty cool. Not not for you lot, because you're obviously not massive Norwich City fans, but it's, you can appreciate it. So we were the only team to beat Bayern Munich in by in their in their old stadium, the only English team to beat Bayern Munich in their old stadium, and it was in the Champions League or, or Europe back in the day, and um, we beat them two one, Jeremy Goss worldy, and um I've got the match program for the home for the way for that day signed by all the players. That's, that's, that's pretty yeah, big. That's cool. hmm. I've got a um I've got a United shirt from when I went to United versus Portsmouth. I can't remember what year. Um, but yeah, it got got signed by everyone because my dad knew one of the stewards. Um, so we got to like stand right next to the the players' coach. So when all the United players are like finished in the change room, they would come out to get on the coach and they'd walk past us and signed signed shirt by everyone. But the only like, like Cristiano Ronaldo, like like there's so many players that like Alan Smith, John O'Shea, like. Um, so Alex Ferguson signed it. The only player that wasn't allowed to was Wayne Rooney because of copyright issues or something. What? Yeah. Really? That, that back when he was like front page of FIFA, probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. I don't know what my favourite piece of sports memory. I don't really have much. No, I mean I mainly just have retro t-shirts, isn't it? Really, from like. Past season, especially like, you know, when you go to like when you go to a game, do you get the match program every like every game you go to? And I, so yeah. I used to collect all of the RL match programs that I went to go and see. Um, I know that Matt 
Matt, you've got like literally every single match program, haven't you, or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I've hang on, I've got it written down how many match day programs I've got on my phone. I'll find it. If I go to a Norwich game, I always get the program, but yeah, I used I to can't... get them, I got them, I don't get them anymore. I, I can't go to a game and not come home with a program. I don't know why. Really? I, just, I have really two, 226 match day programs. Nice. I always keep the ticket of the match. Always keep the ticket. Yeah, yeah, I keep the ticket as well, yeah. So, going back to what Matt said, if match programs are our goal, I know when I used to get them, we're like three pound a match program. Yeah, three quid, isn't it? Yeah. So that's quite a lot of money in itself. That is actually, yeah. I mean, considering some will be like, yeah, but then there's like the well, like, playoff final, which is like 15. Oh, isn't it? So that would be like a fiver or something. Yeah. Hey, that's mad. A lot of money. Yeah. Uh, worth every penny, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got these um, nice book folder things to keep them all in, so they're like time dated on like when the first games were. That's sick. I one of the best match programs I've got um, was I've got the match program from when I want to go and see United versus City in the Community Shield. Um, I can't remember what season it was, what year it was. It's ages ago. But, it was like eleven, twelve, or twelve, thirteen, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Nanny scored a brace. Yeah, yeah. yeah they scored. Hey, I, th- I was at that game. United were 2 0 down at half time and I won 3 2. Was that that one? Yeah, that was a game. That's mad. I was at that game, yeah. We were at the same game. We didn't know each other. How mad is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, no, I, I, I was looking at it not too long ago and um, under the United squad was, was the one and only Paul Pogba. So. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? Um, so that was obviously before we went to Ju- Juventus, right? Yeah, yeah Juventus, yeah. So, I think so my, um, my favourite matchday programme is one from Paul Scores' testimonial. It was United versus New York Cosmos, which was uh, ran by Eric Cantona and uh, someone else who's massive in football. To be honest, it could be Pele. I can't remember. Um, I, I remember... Uh, but that it's signed by Eric Cantona, which is pretty sick. That is pretty sick. Um, mm-hmm. Did you want to? Did Did you boys want to move on? I mean, so so did you want to do like one question from each and then go round again? Or yeah, that sounds good. Person's three questions and then. Nothing. We're doing from each. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So who wants to go next? Then. Let's get mine up. Actually, hang on. I'll, I'll go first because I, I can keep it sort of. Sort of like memorabilia. I'll, um, there's been a lot of uh, football boots in the world created. Um, but my question to you boys is, what is your favourite pair of football boots? Because Tom, can you go get them for me? Pardon? Can you go get the ones you're wearing today? You want me to go get the boots? They're in my car. Oh, I'll get a picture of them there. I can go get them if you want. No, it's fine. It's fine. Is it? That's a so, what, what are you boys saying? What are you boys saying? The OG, Yeah, the random black ones where you used to like have to yeah. lift the flap and have it over the studs at the bottom. <laughs> the tongue, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the little, am like, I going to have to go get them? The tongue down. Yeah. My favourites are a bit more old-fashioned. It's the Adidas Adi Pure 2 shoes. So they're like, um, they're bl- black and white, like proper old-fashioned uh, <clears throat> football boots. Yeah, yeah. No, the boys got them. Yeah, they're well nice. Yeah, they're very. Yeah, nice. I like. Um, I really like just 
the common tiempos as well. I think you just can't yeah. be going off the tiempos. So yeah. It's a little bit, yeah. of a bit of a bonus question for you on the topic of football boots. So all the time growing up, when I was playing football and stuff like that, I stuck to one brand and that was it for me. Like, I was going to ask which brand is your favourite. Yeah. Always stuck to Adidas. I knew where I was with Adidas. I loved Adidas boots. But I know that a lot of people, obviously, obviously, I remember when, when I was playing football, it was like Adidas or Nike. Like, what Like, what do you prefer? Did you prefer Adidas or did you prefer Nike? Boots-wise, for me, it's always been Adidas. I was a bit left field because I used to wear Nike boots and I wore, like, their tiempos and that when they come out. But then before one game, my boots had ripped. So my, my dad went to, like, the local sports shop in Tavistock and bought the like, only pair of boots my size there. And they're a pair of Pumas. And from that day, I in love with Puma boots because that season I went on to score, like, it was um, the most I ever scored as a kid in a season wearing these Puma boots. So three goals, yeah. on, Pumas, <laughs> Pumas, Pumas now the one for me. Puma do some nice boots now. The new Pumas yeah. are really nice. They do nice mm-hmm. kits as well. Yeah. I feel like uh, with between Nike and Adidas, I feel like Nike can produce some very nice looking boots, but for comfort and like traditional football yeah. boots, when you see when you see these top players like Zidane, Gerard, they're always wearing these Adidas Predators, and you're just thinking yeah. like, that's who you want to be in it. You know what I mean? If it, so works, for them, why, mate. Like, if it <laughs> works for them, mate. If it works for them, it's got to work mate, for me. Comfort, about comfort wise, like look like on the eye. I just think Adidas and Adidas Predators especially are the best boots. But I don't. I can understand why people would wear Nike because obviously like, Ronaldo wears Nike. Obviously. Mbappe. And Bappy wears Nike, you know what I mean? Back to Adidas. I remember those boots. I remember like it being a huge thing, like with Wayne Rooney, like the T nineties, like yeah, CPRs, T nineties. Wow, they're beautiful boots. Yeah. Do any of you like the um, you know, like the um Adidas like World Cup and the Adidas size size them boots? You know what I mean? Like the proper retro looking boots, like all black. Yeah. Oh, the all black ones. They brought out some new all black ones and they are unreal. Yeah, well nice. I remember, I think it was the 2014 or maybe 2010. I think it was 14 though. World Cup. And uh, Adidas brought out like these white and black boots. The zebra ones, the battle packs. But literally every single, I swear down, every player that played in the World Cup that year wore these boots. They they did some with the blue, like two blue stripes or three blue stripes on the side. They're my favourites. Yeah. Oh yeah, are they, are they coppers? Yeah, but they have so like the studs of World Cup, and then they'll have like firm ground that are like, I think they're the coppers. It's 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 weird. But they're lovely though. The World Cup are studs. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's copper of the moulds. Yeah. These yeah. um, if I could probably have any sort of boot again, I mean I had these when I was younger. It'd have to be these ones. <laughs> Jesus, they That's are T90. They are T90s, yeah. Oh wow, they were so good. When Rooney started wearing them, he wore them in yellow as well. Yeah, um, they were they were the ones. All right, well, I feel like now is a good time to move on to the next question. So, the so mine's completely different. Mine's who's the best player ability-wise that you've seen live? It's not the best performance you've seen live, but best player you've seen in person in a football match uh, I'll start uh, I went to watch uh, England versus Germany in a friendly match Meza Ozil was playing and he didn't even have to touch the ball and he was 
dominating the midfield. He was unbelievable. Obviously, um, we know how good he was when he was at Real Madrid, and that's just my final answer, to be honest. Him second, second in the in that list was probably Max Hummels as well. They, like, his way of reading the game was second to none. Underrated, yeah. Yeah, especially for a guy who's not got the speed, like we couldn't get past him at the back. Do you know what I mean? He was so good. But yeah, that Ozil was probably my answer. Technically, he's the best. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think. If you're going off, like what, like what player is the most technically gifted that you've seen? Yeah. Um, I would have to say when we when Argyle played Liverpool in the FA Cup a few years ago, I remember it was in the home leg, and um, Jurgen Klopp subbed on Philip Coutinho, and. He's probably the most technically gifted footballer I've seen live, but our goal kept him so quiet he did not get a sniff. Remember that, yeah. That was a yeah. quality game. He's probably the most technically gifted footballer I've seen live. Yeah. Well, I I hope that Lawrence and Matt have the same answer for this. One. We do. I'm sure we do. You you have to. I'll let Matt tell the story. I'll let Matt tell the story. Um. Well, uh, Lionel Messi. I'm guessing. Yeah. Messi, yeah. yeah, so we went and watched uh, Barcelona v Valencia. It was first v uh, third. Uh, I think it's safe to say he wasn't. It w- he wasn't the best performer on the pitch. He wouldn't have been man no, of the match. Wasn't. But you could see just like how ridiculous. I mean, he almost scored an overhead kick from like twenty five yards out. <laughs> he didn't he? Yeah. It was a bit silly, but um, yeah. So with everything, I mean, you're arguably talking about the best ever football player, I guess. So Very, very fortunate to see that. So I thank Matt. So as Matt's birthday present, he got to take a friend to watch um, a weekend in Barcelona and watch a match. And I'm very fortunate that he picked me and I will be forever in your debt, Matt. So I reckon you, Matt. Um, I reckon we can we can tell the, the hotel story. Oh, not the hotel story. I think we can tell the hotel story. So, uh, what, <laughs> so we we left on the on the Saturday, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning at about 2 a.m. We were at Exeter Airport, flew to Barcelona, got there at a ridiculous early time in the morning, checked into the hotel when we could, obviously. So we walked around Barcelona for about, what, an hour, an hour and a half, came back, checked into the hotel, uh, went to the game, came back, you know, ate, went for dinner, did the whole thing, did like a whole 10K walk around Barcelona City Centre, did all of that in one day, came back that night, got back about, what, 11, half 11, went to bed. Yeah. After watching some TV, so we were shattered, absolutely conked, right? And then we both didn't set alarms because we just assumed we'd be up the next day. And it got to about uh, one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, probably. And by this time, most hotel guests have left. So the cleaning lady won't have to disturb anyone in bed. But obviously, we were so tired that we were still asleep. So, so the cleaning lady knocks on the door, walks in and just wakes us both up. But I was hidden around the corner in like on a wall. So I was just awake. And Matt had to try and translate that we didn't need anything clean. And she just started shouting at him, shouting at him in Spanish. <laughs> and he was like, I'm really sorry. Like, no clean, no clean. She left and came back with someone else. And it was just an absolute carnage. We're like, what's going on? Just woken up. We're getting shouted at in Spanish. Don't know what's going on. And it was, oh, it was so funny. I was crying, but I didn't let Matt know that I was awake because I couldn't know what it was Spanish. Oh, she didn't know English. It was absolute carnage. It was so funny, though. Oh, 
I thought you were going to say something like, um, oh, we got a knock at the door, we opened it, and it was messy, and he came to... Yeah, no, yeah. I was, I was, came I was, to I was... thank all the fans <laughs> the next day. Yeah. No, yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, all right, so I believe it's... Hang on, we haven't heard Nathan's yet. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no. I got to uh, I got to watch Paul Scholes score his last goal for Man United. Wow. Um, yeah. But just watching him play is a joke, like... He's like he was obviously getting towards the end of his career, so his legs are starting to go, obviously. And he's, but the way he just still controlled the game, and like his passing is just phenomenal. I think you can't really appreciate a player until you see them live. Yeah. yeah. And for me, that goes with Sergio Busquets, and we saw him. He was a joke. Yeah. Just gliding on the pitch. Say again. I said Josh. Josh is a nice Sergio Busquets, is he? <laughs> that's down to FIFA yeah it's because he's not fast on FIFA yeah <laughs> he's a cheat in it Josh no it's so not... we go back to Paul Scholes that's a very very good yeah Paul Scholes is a good very pick. good yeah good pick got lucky um, so for my first question I've gone for in your footballing memory it can be absolutely anything whether you watched it live whether you watched it on the telly you know whatever what is the most frustrating moment you can remember? Oh, I've got mine straight away. I've, I'll kick off. I've, I've got mine. I'm gone, gone I feel like somebody else might have mine. Also. I think I think mine will be up there for everyone. It was Lampard's no goal in the World Cup yeah. against Germany. No, that that was mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I remember we're mean... at the pub. We're at we're at the local World with Josh, and it was the Argon. Right, rest in peace. Um. All crowded out, everyone having a good time. 2 0 down, got about to 2 1. Lampard scores an absolute worldly. Goes, it clearly goes in, clearly, clearly, clearly goes in. And it just obviously, everyone knows what happens. Ball went over line, referee doesn't give it. We go on to lose the game. Technology. And I still stand, I stand by this. I don't know if everyone agrees with me, but I stand by this. That we would we would have gone on to win that game. Yes. 2 0 yeah. down, 2 I, all. I stand by that as well. Full momentum going forward. Yeah, it's just so frustrating watching that back. I stand by that wholeheartedly. Like I strongly agree that if that if that goal gets given, our heads don't drop and we don't go on need more. Like all the effort put in and we got nothing out of it, which we should have. And completely turned the tide, didn't we? So I can't actually then, remember. I can't actually remember what was the final score in that game. I can't actually remember. Four, I think they, four, 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 no, one, it, they scored four. Yeah, four two. Wasn't it, I think. So frustrating. I think it was four. I I remember Upson scored, didn't I? I want to go four. I'm going to go four one. I'll I think it was four one. Matt Upson. I don't think we scored after that. Look, so I remember it was a bit of a um, yeah, the floodgates opened. I think after that, and I do remember four one. Germany. Scored. Müller ripped us apart, didn't he? Was it Müller, Müller got a break. Yeah, Müller. Müller got two goals in three minutes in the second half. Mm-hmm. Podolski yeah. and Miroslav Klose, I got the other two. But yeah, Matty Upson did make it 2-1. And then obviously we know what happened after that. I had to pick my most frustrating moment. There's, to be fair, there's quite a few. From the two that mainly, or the three even, that stand out in my head is, uh, I remember being in the Grimsby away end and a win and we win the league. We lost. Uh <laughs> we still got promoted so it was fine but it was just frustrating because it was like we win the league if we win the game and then Portsmouth won it I was like come on especially um, yeah but the two big ones is losing to Wimbledon at Wembley and watching Kelvin Miller try a head across a crop like that was on the floor 
that that <laughs> I was I was so close to the Wimbledon fans and that was just oh that was God. tough. But yeah. I'm gonna go for Argyle for South End because we got relegated. It was a case of we were winning the game and I'd celebrated so hard when we went ahead that I'd fell two rows in front of me onto a little kid in the family end. Okay, I apologize. I lost my stuff and I had to apologize to the mum to get it back. It was embarrassing. And then with about 10 minutes to go, Southend, who were playing Sunderland, who hadn't lost at home all season. Southend hadn't won away for decades, like for so long in, in the season. And Southend went and scored with 10 minutes to go and won the game from, a, uh, I think it was Joe Thompson that scored, I don't know, who just survived counter. So good, for, good for him. Well done. And um, he relegated us. So I, was, I And then I got, I left the... I left the football stadium and I had a parking ticket and I had to drive to work. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive straight to work. I could, oh, that was a tough day. <laughs> that sounds bad, that bro. Yeah. Story though, actually, Matt. I've um, I've probably got moments. I mean, you've already mentioned the Lambard one. Obviously, we won't bring that one up again. My other one is when Kane didn't square the ball to start. Oh, and... mate, that was going to oh. be... Oh, um, obviously, everyone's... Oh, hey. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to speak much more about that one because that's fairly recent. That's still and fresh. That's still so fresh. That is quite fresh, yeah. And the uh, the other one for me was um, the Aguero when he scored to beat QPR and then they won the league because obviously me and the United fan. Watching yeah, we, we, we'd, we'd almost pretty much had it in the bag and then QPR, Joey Barton, need whoever he need and then got sent off and uh, then Aguero and then it's been a matter of so that's mine. Those are my two as well. Yeah. Obviously, being a United fan, that did hurt. And yeah. Joey Barton's sending off might be my favourite sending off in Premier League history. Just the, be one after he gets a red card, he was just like, Well, if I'm going off the pitch, I'm taking every single one of you out with me. <laughs> Starts hitting people like Reds, you know. <laughs> Who did he mean? Was it Balotelli? Yeah, Balotelli. It was Balotelli, wasn't it? Yeah. I so funny. He proper rattled him that game, didn't he? Balotelli, he was in his head, rent free. Yeah. Um, so. Because I assumed that the Lampard goal, somebody else would have had. I had a backup, and my 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 backup frustrating moment was Chelsea versus Barcelona in the one-one draw. Yeah, the, you know the the uh, the Iniesta goal. It's a disgrace, match. Yeah. Oh, did did he a drug bar? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You look at games like that, and you think like. Yeah, I, I can like VAR is a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's you also look at that and you say it's corrupt. <laughs> yeah, you do. You say it's blatant penalties. It was hundred percent right. That game was an absolute disgrace. Probably one of the yeah. worst refereeing performances of all time. Did Ramirez score a screamer? I can tell you. I, don't know. I, I thought it was. I thought Ramirez had scored a worldie in that game. I know Iniesta's goal was very good. Yeah, know. that when you take a shirt off, you've got a vest on, isn't it? It's like iconic. Yeah, I, yeah, it's iconic. Uh, yeah, yellow, yellow uh, team. Match. I'm, I'm just the, the image is just seared into my brain of Drogba looking at the camera and he's getting dragged down the tunnel by everyone else, and he's like, "It's a disgrace." It's art mm. seared into my brain. But that that entire match, yeah, that's up there for me with my frustrating moments of all time in football. Yeah. That's the nice understandable. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're on to our second questions now, aren't we? 
I haven't done mine. My first one is, what is one player that you could have watched um, throughout history? So I'm talking like the Maradonas, Pelés, all these sort of players. Like, What's one player you really wish you could have watched? I appreciate if you didn't say Messi or Ronaldo because we still could watch them. But I'm one about like the retired players. So okay. like Zidane, Zidane's one of them. I just want to hear what yours are. Uh, mine yours. personally, mine personally probably would be Maradona because I used to sit with my granddad for hours and hours and we used to just talk about football players that were about and then he used to just say that he was the best to ever do it. I mean, he, he used to carry the Argentinian team to like the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how the God wasn't good, but he he, yeah, he would say he, he was the best player to play to ever touch a football pitch. I mean, and all these great players like Gary Lineker saying that he was the best player like seen and played with. Do you know what I mean? So, so mine's Maradona. What's what's all yours? I mean, I think for me, I'm gonna choose the easy way out, and I think I'm probably just gonna say Pele because you think he's easily the most not excluding pre- present players. He's easily the most uh, iconic football player in history, and I and. I, I never got the privilege to see him, so I would probably say Pele. Nice, yeah, fair. I'll have to go with Zidane. Zidane. Zidane, Zidane is a very me. close one for me. Yeah. It's, it's Zidane for me because I when I play football, I'm, I, I'm a centre midfielder, obviously, yeah, I'm what he does. And just yeah. to watch him and what he does just so easily. What was it? Sir Alex Ferguson, wasn't it? Give me... What, give, give me, me, give me Zidane and Zidane. 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 10 planks of wood and I'll win you Champions League. Like, the best, one of the best managers ever, arguably the best manager ever. Saying that, like, you know, he's quality. I just wish I saw more of him. Wish I saw him live. That would have been quality. Yeah, and again, excluding the whole headbutt incident. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nath, I, I think I'd say Zidane as well. Yeah, he's just a mental player. Like, he could score goals and he could he could do everything. Basically, it was just mental. Watching joke, that's now, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he is, or he was, incredible. Absolutely. I've got um, I've got a really weird one who I who's like. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We like. Weird yeah, who's this here gonna be? be? All right. Gonna so be like I've had. Walters or something. Pardon? You're gonna be like something like Jonathan Walters or something? No, no, no. This is a player who, like, as a young kid, I read about this story, and it's always been like the maddest thing to me. His name was Hector Castro. He played for Uruguay in like the twenties and thirties. He won the World Cup, but he only had one arm. That's mad. <laughs> that is mad. He started almost every game as well, if I remember. He won the competition to make his country the best in the world with one arm. What position did he play? Because I mean, if you're saying that he was a goalkeeper, then I'm very impressed. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I actually I have no idea. I know how he lost his arm. He uh, got it stuck on uh, an electric store. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him play just to see what I, he's going Yeah. I've got some honourable mentions that may or may, or may not have gone through your head, but um, I've only got a couple here. Uh, what about Brazilian Ronaldo? I was about to say R9. R9. Yeah. R9. Yeah. R9. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Shame you only had one league. Um, Maldini. None of us are defenders, really, but Maldini yeah. would have been a pretty decent one. Uh, Ronaldinho, everyone used yeah. to say he used to make people smile just watching him. So you're just thinking like that aura around him. Uh, Thierry Henry. 
was going to say Henri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henri. Oh, wow. What a player. And I, for me personally, I really rated Kaka. I don't know any of you do yeah, as well. Yeah, Fallon Dorwin yeah. winner, Kaka. Run has just gone into my head. If I had to pick someone else, David Villa. David Villa. I like David Villa. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, he was on. Um, you know, as as a as a fullback myself, I always would put a shout in for Roberto Carlos. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah. So yeah, um, Roberto Carlos, but not Dennis Allen. Roberto Carlos anywhere on the pitch, <laughs> like it it wouldn't matter. But oh, what? No one, no one mentioned keepers. I mean, I know none of us are keepers, but Be any up. any any thought for keepers? Yeah, yeah. The, I wouldn't mind seeing Adida for um, yeah. AC Milan. He David Seaman? Can you hear me? Because I'm saying Adida. Oh, sorry, mate. No, I couldn't hear you a minute ago. Oh. All right. Hmm. You take Adida. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we move on to the second lot of questions then? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, who who said whose question was first? Was it Matt? I think it was Nath first with the boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hunter, oh, oh, um, second question. Um, I've got five more questions. Oh, come on, Nate. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, favorite World Cup moment. So, this is like us being alive and watching a World Cup. What is what's your favorite moment? I'll go. Yeah, I think it's very uh, yes, sir. Trippier scoring yeah. three kicks. Yeah. That's you, you, think it's, you think we're through. Yeah. 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 Football, football's coming over at that point. Like, yeah. so it's on its way. Like, what, you're, you're up in arms what, early on. It's just got a worldie in the semi final. An unbelievable free kick, by the way. People yeah. just don't appreciate Incredible. how good that free kick was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think 25, 30 yards out, bang. I think the frustrating thing when it comes to looking at the last World Cup was. I don't believe that we'll have a chance to actually win the World Cup. As as I don't think we'll have a good enough chance as that in in a while. I just think like you like you you look back and you think you think like we had we had a pretty decent route. Um, Very good route. Yeah, like Germ- Germany went out in the group stages. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, oh, I don't know. Like it just seemed like all the results went our way, and it just looked like it genuinely was going to come home. It really it would have been a tough game. I, against I did believe it. I, I complete. I thought it was coming home. I completely. Yeah, everyone's wearing waistcoats. It was beer gardens. It was every. Oh, it was so perfect. Oh, what what a time to be alive! That that summer, I think, is yeah. still one of my. I've, I I think that summer was the best summer of my life. You know, thinking about it. Yeah. I just remember that the weather the weather was banging that summer as well. So like. Everyone yeah. out in their gardens watching the football are oh, incredible. Like no one cared when we lost to Belgium in the group, but like, no one cared. Oh. Our sound we've got the easy side <laughs> yeah. of the, the easy side of the draw now. Oh. Well done, Adhan Adyan Yanazai for the goal. Cheers, lad. We'll, we'll crack up. We'll see you in the third round playoff. <laughs> oh, what a mo literally what a summer. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's mine, bro. That's yeah. mine. Question for you boys. Are, are any of you like superstitious? Because yeah. Why, why I ask this is I, throughout that whole World Cup, right, I didn't go to a pub to watch any to watch a game, right? No, you didn't go. Oh, and the that semi- you're the semi-final, I went to a pub and we lost. So you're, so you're the reason we it lost? It could be my fault, yeah. I'm with the destination <laughs> to say I'm sorry, but 
I'm just imagining like Harry Kane at full time in the interview. Like, oh, where do you think it went wrong for you today, Harry? Oh, well, Nath well, went to a pub today. So. <laughs> I, I, had, swear I had the worst experience watching that semi final because I'd gone to my ex's house to watch it and with her and her family. And I've ne- I hate watching football with people who like not to sound like a football snob, but they don't really know much. They don't really watch football. They equalise, Croatia equalise. All you're hearing is, oh, this is typical England, they're so crap England. I don't need to hear that. I'm watching us get knocked out of the World Cup. I don't need you to tell me they're playing crap. I'm fucking watching. (laughs) (laughs) Don't need to see this. I don't know where because we started that game off so well. Like we we were all over them. Like, oh, we were incredible. And then it just it just it just went. It just Modric as well. Modric was on the pitch when he best friend tournament, Ballon d'Or winner, Manjukic, fucking some top top quality players. I mean, yeah. Does anyone else have a a different World Cup? Coming away saying that he's one of the best centre backs in the world because he went through (laughs) a final and the Champions League final in the same year. Or play like um, three minutes. Another World Cup moment as well. I'm, I mean, it's not England like related, but when uh, Germany smashed Brazil. Yeah. Um. What was the score? Eight two. Yeah. Seven one. Seven one. Was it eight? Seven, was it? No, I think uh, it was seven. I think. I... I think it was... Let me find that. Yeah, fact check on that, please. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna fact check. But um, I remember watching the whole of that game, and at the start of the game, I remember I was sat watching it with my dad, and I remember saying. Germany are going to beat these by like four or five goals here, I reckon. And if the Neymar game, was on the pitch, I think Brazil still win that. No. Yeah. No, because no, with this, the Brazil World Cup, hang on, the Brazil World Cup, everything was about it was seven, Neymar. 7-1, by the way, 7-1. 7-1. Yeah. Everything was about Neymar. Every, the moment he got injured, all over the press, there were people crying all over the press. They'd given up on the team. Nothing, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to, and they just, they looked like, all of a sudden, from being an incredible team to nothing, like there was so much on on Neymar for this World Cup, uh, he was on it as well. And I think that mentally, they just did not come out the, the same. Like all the press that whole week was about how it's over. No Neymar, it's over. No, and I honestly, they just looked like a shadow of a team. They went from being probably the favourites for the World Cup to it was in yeah Brazil, wasn't it? It was in Brazil. It was in Brazil, yeah. Um, <laughs> My one of my standout World Cup moments that I quite enjoyed was 2010 World Cup South Africa and how much it capitulated for France in the group stages. <laughs> everyone getting sent home early, but I think ever left Frank Ribery, let everyone leaving. They knocked out the group stages in the same group as South Africa. I, what a way to start the World Cup! They are, I, I felt yeah. proper happy with that because there wasn't too much to rave about. With, England at the time, so watching them fall apart was good fun. Just a quick start on the Germany Brazil game. Germany had more shots. Sorry, Brazil had more shots than Germany in that game. They had eighteen oh, shots. David Luiz from his own half. Yeah, yeah. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar, in my opinion, Oscar played really well that game. He, he, he how, scored, didn't he? I know he scored, but how can you play well when you're losing seven-one? And well, he didn't. He didn't start the game. The he didn't start the game. I'm pretty sure. He cut. He come on, and he looked really good. Oscar was phenomenal. Yeah, Oscar was a good player. Yeah. All right. Um, Tom, let's go. Yeah. Is it my go? Yeah. You are you Tom? Yeah. I I oh, I'll go. 
<laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. One team you could have, uh, you wish you could have watched um, in, like, in history, I mean, I guess. So, like, there's loads of teams. I've got some on the iPad here. I'll mention some of them to give you an idea. Um, we chat about this on Xbox anyway, but I'm sure you get the idea. So, I've got an example here about like the Barcelona team that won the Champions League against Man United. I mean, the best the three. Um, no, I'm just giving you some examples. I mean, if you just want to shout any teams, then I can... Pardon? What was the 11 for that Barca team? Uh, so, Valdez, Piquet, Busquets, Pedro, Abidal, Messi, Alves, Iniesta, David Villa, Xavi and Puyol. I mean... That's the, mine. The three... Yeah, I would say that's mine. <laughs> See, see um, Javi, Iniesta, Messi in their prime. I've got another one here for you. Um, the five-minute team that beat Bruce Dortmund in the final at Wembley. So you got Iron Robin and Ribery each side. Yeah. Uh, you got Manjuka up front. Alibas in that team. Uh, Gomez, Cruz, um, Philip Lamb. Boy, he goal, assuming, uh, he had a yeah. Boateng was playing that game. Uh, yeah. We've also got another team here that I know me and Nate might agree with, but it's Trevor winning team. Yeah, uh, Matt might agree as well. Uh, some quality players in that, like Ryan Mine. Giggs, Beckham. Go on, Matt. Shall my team is uh, the Ajax, uh, like like the late sixties, early seventies, to- like the total football period. Johan Cruyff, all that lot. They um they'd won the 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 Euro Cup against Juventus, and they were like the first team to play fluid football like pretty much ever in terms of it was more about tactics than it had been before. If you look at in the 70s, the Brazil team that won the World Cup, um, like Rivaldo and all that lot, it was very much like you put all your best skill players up top and then you just get them the ball and they run and they score. But then with the Ajax team, it was all about we set up 4-3-3, you switch positions and they trained on that. And it just, it probably revolutionised football really. Like, I think anyone... People, that, people say like did that, though, didn't they? Johan Cruyff was quite a big part of, like, making football a better game to watch, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Cena, give me your team. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say that Barca team, I'd say. Yeah. So What about, what, what about the... Um, one team. Huh? What, what about the Champions League winning one? Fernando Toro at the front. That was a good Chelsea team. Yeah, no, that that was a phenomenal team. But if you're going off like pure like talent, you get you get to watch one team. Yeah, one team. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I I, I struggle to see how anyone may, maybe other than Matt's answer, I struggle to see how anyone could say anything different. I mean, Puyo, Messi, Xavi, Iniesta, like oh, I mean, Victor Valdez. Yeah, Victor Valdez. Like oh, unbelievable. Nathan Dobbins. Was, was, was Busquets in that team? Yeah, mate, yeah, Busquets. Was. Yeah, that's, that's my answer. My, was, my answer was anyway, was the Barcelona 08 09 team or 09 10 team, but yeah, quality yeah, team. Uh, and another one I think of is like the Real Madrid team from like the start of the 60s, the one that had like Di, Di Stefano in it and Busquets and all that lot in it. Because if I remember rightly, they won. The Euro Cup, I think, in five the years, I think they've won it three or four times. Yeah, four on the bounce, I think. Wow. Yeah, so they, they'd be a team I'd, I'd probably like to have seen play. 
yeah. you got to be quite special to be able to do that. And obviously Puskas was that good up front that he's got his own awards still named after him. So we were looking, we were looking at his stats the other day, me and Tom. Oh mate, joke. Goal scoring record. He played like seven hundred and fifty games and he scored like seven hundred and thirty goals. Yeah, he's I'm pretty sure he's got more goals than games. Um, oh wow. I've got some I've got some uh, honourable mentions here. I mean Do you wanna hear mine? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine would be the 2011 United team that beat Arsenal in the FA Cup two now. Give us the names. All right, you want the names? Be ready for it. Van der Sar, Wes Brown, Chris Smalling, Nemanja Vidic, Evra. Sounds all right at this point, doesn't it? I mean, does it? Right mid. Wes Brown. <laughs> right mid, Fabio. Left mid, uh, Raphael. Right, I don't know what you're doing. Here. Was this the team that won the Premier League as well? I mean, the, this team, this this was just for the FA Cup. They didn't like. I don't know. Did they win the league this year? The makeshift of makeshift teams. Seven defenders. Not- John O'Shea in centre mid with Darren Gibson <laughs> and Rooney and Hernandez up front. Seven oh defenders God. in the starting eleven. And you still got. And he wins it two 0 yeah. <laughs> Fabio scored as well. We only scored three goals for the club, but <laughs> up, up the Fabio. <laughs> wow. Um another one, another a team as well that um I wouldn't mind watching. I mean mine was probably that Barca team, but the one I wouldn't mind watching would be the um the Spanish team that won the Euros and the World Cup. I mean, they had all those Barca great players in. Like Xavi and Este Busquets, Puyol, PK. Oh my god, they were they were a good team as well. I yeah. also really rate the AC Milan team. That was about like Kaká, Pirlo. I was thinking about uh, that. Crespo. We put that in the group chat, don't we? Oh, yeah. Cafu, Maldini, Nesta. Oh my god. Yeah. Clarence Seedorf. The list goes on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And then like the fight finally another honourable mention would be the Brazil team. You know, like they had like Cafu. Ronaldo, Ronaldinho. I mean, you just those two up front. Oh, wow! Some brilliant. Um, Bob Paisley's Liverpool team, because uh, they were probably more dominant than any team in England's ever ever been at any stage, right? So they, they must have been half decent. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Winning everything and Europe and England, but it took like United what fifteen or twenty years with Liverpool not competing for trophies to be able to overtake them again. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I think we're going think... to. Uh, I think we might have to move on, boys. Cause... Yeah, so I'm on. yeah, go on. What were you saying? I might go back on some. Right. Would you like to... My my next one is a nice and easy one, nice, quick and simple one. Yeah. Best stadium you've been to? Well, mine's Old Trafford. Mine's out of three. Go on. So, I'd be stupid not to say either Anfield or Wembley. But it's definitely not the best stadium I've been to, but you have to throw it in there. But the Den, it's, it's, yeah, it's a completely different experience. Because obviously, the Millwall fan base is just, yeah. It's different grade, it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. I've never experienced a football match like it. Because you go to Chelsea, there's no atmosphere there, that's why. 
Uh, we went, we went, we went to uh, Anfield, and there was absolutely no atmosphere. Yeah, that that was an awful atmosphere at Anfield. Dead. Honestly, that was honestly so dead. Go on, Matt. Um, it's a tough one because obviously I've been Wembley, been Old Trafford, been Camp Nou, been Anfield, uh, Olympic Stadium, and all that. But I think I'd have to go for. I said it before, it's a weird one. I'd probably go for Oakwell Stadium, the Barnsley Stadium. Yeah. And it's a weird one. It's just like a... It's the same as Craven Cottage for me in terms of it's like a mixture of the old with the new. Like a Camp Nou would probably be there. Like it's 100. But what Oakwell has is atmosphere to it and that's so important for a stadium. It's why I couldn't pick Old Trafford or Anfield because any time I've been to either of them is being done. Like, I went to Salford City and there was a couple of Salford City fans behind their stand, probably made more noise than I heard at either Anfield or Old Trafford. Because the, the Premier League's so touristy now and washed up, it's a bit tragic. Do you think I hear what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I just... Like, um, I would have loved to have gone to the old Wembley because it was made to be a football stadium. The new Wembley's been made to be like a, a venue, which yeah. is which is fine, but that's why I much prefer the England games get played at other stadiums, like Ellen Road, wherever, Old Trafford, even though the atmosphere is dead when the United fans are in. When it's England and it's all the locals that are in, I think it's pick up a bit at least. All right. Well, Matt, be Camp Nou. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, how have you not said Camp Nou, by the way? Well, no, Camp Nou, the thing is, Camp Nou would have been close. Because it is such a massive. How can you compare Camp Nou to Barnsley Stadium? Yeah, well, you, well, the thing is, you, no, the, the thing is, you won't, un, you wouldn't understand because you don't, really, you've not like done the whole like go it's to a not, football game. It's not game. just the stadium; it's what it brings. I, I get it. I get it's it. It's the same as I, honestly. There was part of me that wanted to say Crew Alexandria, and it's simply because they've got this incredible little shop inside, like their stand where they sell loads of old memorabilia stuff in, there, and it's like uh, the people around it, and it's the. The sort of feel you get from the same Camp Nou is up there. Like the atmosphere wasn't incredible, but was good enough. Um, and the way the way it's designed is really good. You got the museum and stuff like that. It was simply because I don't know. It's hard. To, sometimes you just get a feeling from a stadium. Like there's so many stadiums. I'd have loved to have gone to the old Griffin Park before they knocked it out. Those kind of stadiums, in my opinion, are where football's probably better. Like where you, you're more likely to fall in love with football there. Right? I I've always wanted to go. Yeah, Etihad. No, San Siro. Oh, mate, yeah, I would love to go to. Um, I can't think of what the stadium's actually called. Richard Dortmund Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. The atmosphere there would be a joke. Yeah, insane. Um, I went to the Amex. Quite a nice stadium, and it was when they were pushing for promotion. Um, and that that was a good atmosphere. It's a big quite, stadium, that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really nice stadium as well, to be fair. It's, yeah, I, I, I like the look of the Atlantics, I really do. I, like, I just like Brighton's football club as well. Yeah. I just yeah. got a text from Lloyd's telling me that um, I've been trying to set up a new payee with them, which makes no sense because I'm with Nat West. <laughs> um, right, was that, did everyone say a stadium? Yeah, I believe they did, yeah. Right. We're going to have to, I think we're going to have to hurry this on a little bit, boys. I'm not going to lie. We're taking our time with this. I think we've taken more time doing this than what we have picking our 11s. Because it's just a nice football chat, isn't it? Yeah, it is just a nice football chat. But do you know what? That's what the Team Talk podcast is all about, all right? Exactly. Um, I've got it. 
No, that's my second question. Yeah, go on. All right. Uh, simple one. Just answer from everyone. Best individual performance you remember in the Premier League? I'll start. Mine's Arshavin's four goals for Arsenal. Yeah. So that was incredible. So, uh, that's quite hard, actually. Yeah. There's there's one there's one that I that comes to mind. Do you know what? There's one that comes to mind, um, and it's literally just the first one in my head. It's not to say that it's, I think it's the best one. It's the one that's first come to my head. But when Yaldum scored, like, was it four or five goals? I was going to say that. When Alden versus Norwich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was pretty, pretty bang-in bang, bang performance. Yeah, I watched all performance, of With performances against Norwich, I thought one would have stood out to you, Lawrence. Suarez, yeah, mate. Pick, pick any of them. The, the one where all of his goals were just ridiculous. Mate, all of them, all of them were. Mate, he's got, like, four from, like, the halfway line against us. Like, honestly, That's the one, mate. The That's joke. the one. I think that was like McCarron as well. Who did you have in goal at the time? John Ruddy, mate. Honestly, <laughs> like <laughs> I just couldn't be asked. Like you, we come up against Liverpool. You see Suarez just start. You're like, all right, there you go. <laughs> it became it became a mental thing with the players as well. I think like after the first two or three games, you're like, right, okay, this guy, this guy likes playing against teams in yellow. Like he's got to perform, <laughs> and he just does every week. I've got a, I've got a good uh, mention. I'd say probably Berbatov. Versus Liverpool, where he scored that overhead kick and got a hat trick as well. I mean, I took the ball down on his chest, overhead kick off the crossbar, bang! <laughs> what a player Berbatov was! Christ, wasn't there? Wasn't there a game where Berbatov scored like a ridiculous amount in a single game or something? I think it was four. Yeah, I can't remember what game that was. Um, no, I'll try and find it while chatting. You on for us, Nate? Um, I'm trying to trying to do some research to find out when it was. Yes, you can, Nathan. Yes, <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking of Lukaku scoring a hat trick on Sir Alex Ferguson's last game. Last game in charge, like he played very well that day. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, I could be totally wrong here. Did he start that game? Did he start the game? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, there's a there's a performance start from a sub. I can't remember what it was. He's... There's been obviously a low throughout throughout the era, but I can't think of the one I'm thinking of. Sadio Mane came on. Did he not come as a sub when he scored like the fastest Premier League hat trick? That's a shame. Three goals in six minutes. Yeah. Southampton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boys, I'm going to have to pause because I've just seen something in my match attack final that's just shocked me. Right? <laughs> Joel Ward playing for Pompey. One yeah, Joel Ward came from Pompey, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who? He Joel played Ward. for. Um, Look Who's he um, One star. He was at Portsmouth for years, weren't he? Like, he was, yeah. Three or four years. Mane started that game, by the way. It, the third goal was in the 16th minute, so I'm assuming he started. Two minutes and 56 seconds for a hat trick. <laughs> That's what he's got. He's got another question. Oh, what was it? Go, you go back to Berber. Yeah, I'm just saying Berbatov scored five goals versus Blackburn in a 7-1 win in 2010. Yeah, I think, I think that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, who hasn't said? No, I went with the Wijnaldum. Oh, sorry, I'll go, with the, I'll go with any of the Suarez performances against Norwich. Yeah, I'll go with Wijnaldum. <laughs> There's a few shots in there. It's nice. To, I, I like Wijnaldum getting mentioned because he's obviously was Newcastle at the time and it's 
yeah. something you might not remember, but I think as FIFA players, we all remember the him carrying the ball, him doing like that or something like a smug, like the dynamic um, man of the match card or something, wasn't it? Or was mm. it yeah, yeah. Week or something. Oh, good goals as well. Good goals. Antonio yeah. against Norwich, he scored four. Mate, honestly, play Norwich. anyone against anyone against Norwich. <laughs> Mate, honestly, just play it. I sat through all of that as well. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, mate. The, sorry, I'm gonna go a little bit ranty. The, the back end of last season was one of the most depressing times to be a Norwich fan or just a football fan for me. It was like ten losses in a row. After honestly, right. So I was in, right. I'm, I'm going on now. We COVID stopped football. We had Burnley to play, Brighton to play. I think maybe Palace to play, West Ham to play. Who were battling for relegation? Southampton to play. I was like, there's five wins that potentially, if we play to our best. When dear Pookie start, mate, you never know. Lost ten, lost ten in a row. <laughs> I think we scored like three. Oh, mate, honestly, we had Watford at home. Watford away, he's like potential for points. Lost all ten. To be fair though, I remember at the back end of um, last season, I remember Norwich putting a good shift against Chelsea. We only beat you one 0 or something, I think. Yeah, oh, mate, that's a good performance for us. We yeah, had two red cards against. We had two red cards in the first half against Burnley at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, next question. Let's move on. Right, I'm the only person that I think that hasn't asked my second question. So, um, Rajin, so I'm going to go for what do you think is the worst transfer you have ever seen? Doesn't have to be in the Premier League, just just any league, it, or it can be in the Premier League if you want it to. Just one of the worst transfers you have ever seen. I think I've got like the one. I I my one. Is, is everyone's Jonathan Woodgate to Real Madrid? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. No, mine wasn't. Oh, I don't. I think mine's between two. Mine's probably between Dembele to Barcelona. Really? The amount of money, amount of money he went for, the, the amount of times he's been injured and what he's done for the club, he's done nothing really that stands out. I think he cost 138 million, 140 million. You could say Hazard to Real Madrid then. And then my other one is Hazard, Hazard to Madrid, which yeah. is. How much he went for? What, 110, 100 mil, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And he's he's played less. He's played them for less than fifty games where he's been fifty percent of games where he's been available, which is so mine, crap. Mine, mine is the most embarrassing thing as a Chelsea fan. I think I can't. I, I can't. I can't think of anything worse. Was Danny Drinkwater to Chelsea, right? I think it was. I think it was like thirty-five million or something. He cost us. Joke. And oh my god! And you think that? So that was that was all them years. It was the se- Correct me if I'm wrong here, somebody. It was the season after Leicester won the league. So I think we bought uh, Kante and Danny Drinkwater in the same transfer window. I believe. Could be wrong. But I you think, might have done I think. I think. I think that's the case. Anyway. But we bought him, and even when we were buying him, I was, I was there scratching my head, thinking like, "Why are we buying Danny Drinkwater?" Wasn't well, something to do with? But, was but, it something to do if you needed another English player in your squad? Yeah, I think it might have been. He, like that. he also did win the Premier League with Leicester. But yeah, so but he is like, part of the Premier League winning squad. That entire Leicester team, who 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 sits there and thinks? But you got yeah, yeah, but you got you That's got Kante and Drinkwater, and Drinkwater was a massive part of that midfield when they won the last when that won the Yeah, yeah, you can say that. But you were nonetheless, look. So that when, when was that? Twenty sixteen? Then we must have bought him. Yeah. Like that, yeah, yeah. 
2016, it's now 2021. He hasn't done anything of note for Chelsea except for playing in the Premier League 2, whatever the hell that is. He started a scrap with a 16-year-old and got sent off. Literally somebody half his age. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Worst transfer I can think of, honestly. Finds um, Nile Ranger to Southend United. Because he got he got transferred to Southend. They, well, they signed him on a free, but obviously he had like loads of previous issues. And then he admitted to um, defrauding some woman online by uh, and stealing like £2,000 from her. And um, he ended up getting sentenced to prison for two years. So, <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, Southend were in, uh, were struggling that season as well, if I remember rightly. They've just signed him back as well. God knows. Good luck with that. Nate, what's yours, mate? Um, I was going to say that the Jonathan Woodgate, but there's been a few others. You've had like Di Maria to United. That was quite a yeah. struggling one to watch. Struggle. Um, who else? Um, Andy Carroll from Newcastle to Liverpool. That was a bit. 30, of a... Thirty-five mil, wasn't it? Yeah, thirty-five mil. That was a yeah. Was a yeah, I think it, it, surely it's got to be Woodgate because what he got sent off in his first first half. And scored known goal. Yeah, and scored known goal. Yeah, at his debut. Sure. I, w- I would say Torres to Chelsea from Liverpool, but then he did score that goal in the semi final, didn't he? Yeah, so, like, like... Not, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Should, we, um, should we lead on to your last question? Because it's like sort of on this topic. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my question was going to be um, the biggest flop to come into the Premier League. So, it would be a transfer from. Outside of the Prem coming in, it can't be inside the Prem. I'll start because I've got a player that went to two clubs from outside the Prem and he didn't do very well in either. Radamal Falcao. That was going to be oh, my wow. second choice. That's my second choice. He went to United and to Chelsea. Yeah. And just, wow. Mine's very similar to that. Mine's Higuain to Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. That was flop. That's, that's what I was going to say. I remember, I remember when Chelsea signed Falcao with Josh was like, oh, what mate, quality player, he's not gonna flop. He's in my fantasy team every week. And like he scored once like the first ten, he's like, told you. Do you know what it was? Well, do you know what it was? He scored in his first game. Uh, no, in the first no, not his first game, the first game that I had him in my fantasy team. So I was there like, come on. I was like, yes, I am an abs- I've done an absolute managerial masterpiece here. I was like, this is it. I, I, I've got bank of points here, and yeah, it was a flop. So. I've got a quick, just a quick one. Um, Ricky Van Voorswinkel to Norwich for their ah. records ever signing. Uh, scored in his debut and didn't score for the rest of the season. To start every game. <laughs> yep, mate. Honestly, Norwich is just such a laughable club at times. Such a, it's a, such a loyal fan base to go doing through. Well, doing well, doing well at the moment though. Do you know that? I oh, know. Yeah, I'm trying not to celebrate on on the podcast so boys just a just a little quick um little quick um interlude the the team's just been announced for chelsea atletico madrid second leg um so obviously there's mendy in goal aspilicueta zuma and christensen at the back uh no really good sorry okay that's it no christensen Reese James and Goda Kante, Kovacic and Alonso. 
uh, Hakim Ziyech, uh, Kai Havertz, and Timo Werner up front. I've dropped Giroud, okay. He's dropped Giroud. Hudson Odoi, not a right wing back. What's going on? Hudson Odoi will come on and score like seven, I think. Come on and get subbed off after 20 minutes again. That's what you're saving him for. Nah. So, no Tammy Abraham, no Jorginho, no Mason Mount, no Thiago Silva, and no Andreas Christensen. And Christensen has been phenomenal recently. Phenomenal is a strong one. Anyway, word. back to it. Back to it. Who was next? I'll round off mine. I'll take. I'll bite the bullet. Uh, mine's this uh, more contemporary. So best Premier League performance this season. Ooh, of a team. From a team. Player. From a team. Well, I'll I'll give you my two, and I'll pick one afterwards. My two are Villa seven two against Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, and Leicester away at City winning 5-2 and the winner for me is surprisingly Leicester away at City mainly because oh, of how poor Liverpool have been this season compared to how good Man City have been this season yes the argument said that there's three penalties for Leicester but you don't get penalties unless you're attacking and you're playing well um, so there's my, there's my reason Madison, Madison also scored an absolute worldie scoring five goals away at the Etihad and going away three points is just Unreal, especially the run that Man City have been on recently, winning every single game. I think that's that's for me. That's my performance of the season so far. All right, I'll go for mine. Uh, mine is Tottenham v Man United. Yeah, Man United yeah. had a very good game that day. About that. Yeah, uh, obviously Tot- Tottenham like BS. What was it? Six one. Six one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's got to be out there. And then I'd probably say the Aston Villa one to be honest. I mean, yeah. although although Liverpool. That was the start of their downfall, wasn't it, yeah. really? Um, yeah. So, they weren't, they were, at the time, they weren't fully, fully out of form. I mean, they still had some of their centre-backs, not their makeshift team. Uh, but they had, they, had a good, they had a good team. Obviously, they had the big players playing. And, I mean, Aston Villa, well, blew them away, really. So, mine, quick, mine, just, mine's probably that's another one. Just a quick one. Spurs away at Southampton this season, winning 5-2. Human Song for arguably one of the performances of the season. Four goals. Yeah. You could also say Man United when they beat Southampton. 9-0, yeah. 9-0. Yeah, I forgot. Mate, this season's been quality. I I don't know if any of you have said it yet, but Liverpool beat Palace 7-0 away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about all of these. Mate, I'd I'd have to say purely on the shock factor, I'd have to say the 7-2 Villa-Liverpool. Yeah. The reason I that's not mine is because at the time it was the biggest shock like ever, and now we've seen how bad Liverpool are. It's not. It's still a shock. Don't get wrong. Villa scoring seven against Liverpool yeah. winning seven two. But compared, if Liverpool carried on and were like joint top with City, whatever, then it would be my performance. But how poor Liverpool have been losing again at home to Burnley and Brighton and everything like that just lowered that a bit for me. Yeah, but take nothing. I think my favourite game yeah. so far has been the, the Leeds four Fulham free game. Quality game. Liverpool game. against um, Leeds at the start of the season first game, game of the season, three yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah that was a great yeah, game you're not looking at a team performance there you're looking at no I know we're just talking about games game. yeah alright Josh first game of the season wasn't it yeah, because yeah. if it's best team performance you'd be picking any of C's really wouldn't you well yeah because so. they make it look they make it look so easy yeah alright next Someone go. Someone me and Nathan theme. So yeah. I, I'll go for mine. Right, I don't really want an explanation, 
it's not a very big question, but um, who do you think is better out of Messi and Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Messi. I'm Messi. Oh, I feel like a deciding vote. Um, I, I personally have always thought Messi is better than Ronaldo. But one That's thing it. I would say is that Ronaldo, I, I, I think when you, when you, when you, it comes down to the finest of margins when you're looking at the best players in the world. I, I think actually Ronaldo might just edge it. As much, as much as I tend to disagree, I feel like you can't argue with it with the point I'm about to make. It's the fact that you look at like Portugal, Ronaldo single-handedly gets them through games. Do you know what I mean? And, and wins them games. And, did Messi yeah. not do that in the World Cup? And you, Messi's... Look at Messi. And Messi, Messi does do that. He does. But Ronaldo's far better at it. Ronaldo, Ronaldo is... He's, he's almost engineered himself to be the perfect footballer. Messi is just pure raw talent. Like natural, raw, gifted talent. This might seem this might seem pure for me. Now it might be construed as pure hypocrisy, but for me, Ronaldo's a better athlete, but Messi's a better player. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think. It, I mean, um, cool. How mad's this? Messi has got a goal or an assist in every single league game for the last three months. Yeah. I was going to say that. That's mad. And then Ronaldo's got a perfect hat trick in the first thirty-five yeah. minutes of the day. You're you're just talking about this this like year, but then do you remember the season where Messi got ninety-one goals in a calendar year? <laughs> like come on Tom, he played, Tom, he played he 60, Tom brings it up all the 64, time 64 games and 91 goals what <laughs> like that is levels like no one's That's no one's going to get near that but when we're alive I don't yeah. reckon and maybe Haaland but maybe, not, Har- maybe Harry Kane when you see so <laughs> that actually takes nicely to my last question so mine's very topical. It's very similar to Tom's, but mine's very topical. Mine is Haaland or Mbappe. Mbappe. I'm good at Mbappe. This Mbappe. Is what I'm talking about at the moment. Yeah. Oh. World Cup winner, league winner. I'm good at Mbappe. Could win the Champions League this year. The I thing think... is, Mbappe's already won that much at this age that Haaland, there's a chance Haaland might never win as much as what Mbappe's already won. But but you yeah but you look at it and you're talking about the World Cup. Look at that France team. I mean, Haaland's not going to. Yeah, look at that France team that Mbappe not only anytime soon got into, but was probably their best player in, which says more about him than, than his team. Haaland's never going to win the World Cup, but you never. can't put that against him. And nowhere just. No, you can't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No. Same reason as Pookie, mate. Finland have never gone to win the World Cup, but he's still one of the all-time goats. Like. <laughs> No, I am. Um... I think I think I would say Haaland at the moment. At at this moment in time, Haaland. Because he's he's tall, he's strong, he's fast, he's an excellent finisher. He's got a, he his mentality, I think, is the most impressive thing about him. He looks he is genuinely disgusted with himself if he goes a game without a goal. And I think that's a pure winning mentality. And I mean, you look at his goal scoring record in the Champions League this season. I think he's got yes. like, he's got he scored like tw- twenty goals in fourteen games or something. Yeah, and he's, he's a shit. For me, it's on like it's on like <laughs> yeah. a week. For me, it's on like a weekly basis. Do you know what I mean? But like at like 
at this like as you've just asked me, it's going to be Haaland at the moment because of what he's doing in in the I Champions think Mbappe, League. Mbappe is more of a complete player, I think. Whereas yeah, I, yeah, I can agree with like that. The brick wall, like he's it's almost like um, Messi and Ronaldo for me because yeah. Messi is quite like an intricate, intricate. Intricate. I got you. Yeah. Whereas Haaland is like Ronaldo, where he just sort of athlete, athlete, and will do everything to get his team through. If you get what I mean, mentality, very yeah. similar mentalities. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my question, anyway. Good question. So I feel like who's is it? Is that the only person left? Uh, my last one. Uh, Best goal you've seen in person that you remember seeing? Just stand that one. Oh, best goal I've seen in person. I'll go quick if if you guys are thinking. Um, playoff final, Middlesbrough Norwich. Norwich's second goal, Nathan Redmond. I think there was at least twenty five passes before that in a playoff final to go two 0 up in fifteen inside fifteen minutes. That is my best goal I've seen in person. Um, mine probably is. One of uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but I've sat behind the goal at uh, Home Park, Matt, as a true supporter of some of our goal. Graham Terry from about 30 yards out smashes it. And it he's seen, he scores some quality goals. And I hit the crossbar and just went over. Wow, like, that's, that's so good. Mine's quite similar. I'm like, really fancy. My, mine, I was sat behind the goal, like you, Tom, at Home Park. Um, I can't remember who exactly we were playing. But I think we won something like 4-0 or 5-0 or something like that. And it was Lewis Rooney. I was about to say Lewis Rooney. Oh, uh, yeah, against Hartley, against Hartlepool. Hartlepool. He's got an absolute banger. Absolute banger. I, think, I, I, I can't think of a better goal that I've seen in person. I, I was saying, I've, I've seen... I, I've, I did the maths on it. It was like over 700 goals in person. And out of my top ten, at least six or seven of them are Graham Carey goals. Like it's tough, but it's probably the one against Millwall from like he's just in front of the halfway line. It's like when you see a goal from halfway line, it's usually like the high catches the keeper off guard, loops in. He just hit the ball so hard that he's just gone straight into the top. It's not like one of those where he's caught the keeper off the line, or there's um. His other one was against Yeovil, where he's picked up the ball halfway line. He's darted past like three players. He's like thirty-five yards out. The keeper's just stood slightly off his line on the edge of a sixty-yard box, and he just picks the ball so graciously. Like it just looks like he's just sort of chipping it into the top left corner of the net. And it just curls in. So I'd, I'd have to go for one of those two. Well, I think that was everyone. No, I haven't said one. Yeah, do you keep forgetting names, Josh? Nate. I've seen Solly March. I can't remember what preseason it was. I was just trying to find out what one it was. But I've seen Solly March score an absolute worldie. I mean, it was only preseason, but it was incredible. They all count. That's for Brian. They all count. Uh, I would say 2010, United versus Chelsea, Community Shield. United win 3-1. I believe it's the third goal. Xavier Hernandez's first game for the club. He's gone to kick the ball, lost his foot, ah. kicks, yeah. kicks his own face, goes in. Quality, can't see. talent again. Should we wrap it up there, then, boys? I think yeah. that's a very good place to wrap it up. It's just um, predictions now, isn't it? There's only four games, so I didn't 
I didn't know if you wanted to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Nah, we, can, we, can leave. we can leave it this week. This cup yeah, yeah, we can leave it this week. Um, okay, well, I think that, like you said, is a good place to wrap it up. Um, next episode, again, we haven't decided what we're going to do, but I, I, I quite enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit different yeah. to what we're uh, what we usually do. Um, let us know if you enjoy, like preferred this type of episode, whether you preferred um, like the episodes one, two, and three, like we have been doing. Uh, what you know? What do you prefer? Let us know. Um, but yeah, we'll see you again on Wednesday next week. We'll so, what we're gonna do. We'll put up what we're gonna do on the social medias. Yeah, yeah. link what, the Twitter below. We might we might do like a poll or something like that on Twitter or Instagram or. Yeah, link the po- link Twitter and Instagram below and go hit us up. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let us know what what you would like to see in the next episode. Let us know what you prefer. Um, And we'll see you again on Wednesday. So thank you very much for tuning in to the fourth episode of the Team Talk podcast. And until next time, see you later.